today I'm talking about fear. I was asked about how to deal with fear and how to deal with similar issues to do with sense of hopelessness and depression that's related to fear. Um, I'll start with just talking about fear um, and get on to the other, other ones a bit later and maybe do some other other talks about them. But there is actually a difference between different kinds of fear. And so what's being described is a particular kind of fear that, that has a sense of despair in it. Um, there are also other kinds of fear. There's the fear, the terrifying fear, and there's the phobias, the fear of particular things. And there is some differences between them. But, the, but let's look more generally at fear for a start. So, every emotion that you have can be bent towards spirituality. We, we talk about love being the path to spirituality and fear being the path away from spirituality. Um, but this is a this is a concept that's kind of true but deeply misleading because what's being talked about is something completely different to what you might hear it as. So this idea of there being love and fear, two emotions, um, it comes from A Course in Miracles, which is a very good book and worth, well worth reading. The concept of love in the Course of Miracles is, it kind of means opening yourself up to the Divine Spirit to flow through, allowing God's love to flow in, rather than you trying to be loving as such. It, it's, it's, and it's very much about opening yourself up to seeing things in new ways. So it's an openness, an openness of heart, an openness of mind. And fear is the opposite of that, it's the closing, it's the closing down, the putting borders up and refusing to get involved in things, defending yourself against things. So you can see that every situation you can respond to in, in an opening way or in a closing way. If you fall in love, and you respond in an opening way, then you allow that to into your heart and you maybe sing songs about it and, and, and you maybe express that to the person, but you don't kind of constrict that person and, and, and control that person. But if you fall in love and, and you respond in a closed way, then you get jealous and, and you try to control that person and make sure that they are yours and, and and they are committed to you and all of these things. So, um, yeah, so if you're trying to respond in a positive way, this can all, let's have a look at that in, in other situations. So, if, if you have fear, if you have a scared response to things, <clears throat> then you can also respond to that 
fear in an opening or in a closing way. You can, you can respond to yes, I'm scared, <clears throat> and and I'm going to explore that fear, and I'm going to use it to to allow me to respond well. Um, fear can can turn into a kind of awareness of your surroundings, paying attention to everything and making sure that things are safe. And it can turn into a kind of excitement, a, a kind of um, courage, you know. So people go bungee jumping because they like the opening sensation of fear. They don't, they're not closing themselves when they do that. They're feeling the fear and they're jumping into it. So fear is not a negative as when you feel it as such. It doesn't pull you away from spirituality. What pulls you away from spirituality is the closing from it, the, the, the pulling borders between you and it, trying not to feel the fear, trying not to experience the fear. If you take fear or any other emotion and you experience it to its full extent and you expand it to the infinite, then whatever emotion it is, you will experience a kind of spiritual ecstatic experience. Um, depending on the emotion, it's a little bit different. So um, if you expand love, it becomes a connected, ecstatic, passionate love of all, all beings, uh, the kind of devotional sentiment, which is what... Um, you hear a lot about in yoga and um, Eastern religions, but also exists uh, a lot in the other traditions. If you expand, say, um, anger, the anger expands into power. We're not angry with a particular person. I'm angry with the nature of the universe and I am going to channel my full power into making a difference. And so anger can be an empowering emotion when it's expanded and it becomes yeah, a sense of strength and a sense of, of determination. So in the same way if you take fear and you expand fear, you, you feel that fear and you expand it to its universal extent where I'm scared of everything what it becomes is a constant sense of awareness, sense of paying attention to all my surroundings, paying attention to everything around me, to and, and every aspect of life, which is the kind of feeling that um, good warriors and martial artists use. And survival experts in the in the jungle you're you're really aware of your surroundings and you're totally in this moment aware of every little bit there is no part of your mind that is talking chattering busy with other things because you're simply too i mean you can say you're too scared you're too stressed you're too attentive to be able to focus on other things. So, talking about fear as an issue, and then in uh, 
other situations, people talk about wanting to still their mind. There's a very simple way to still your mind. Get scared. Fear really resolves that issue of the chatter of the mind. So if you can actually learn a lesson from that fear, you can listen to that fear, you can travel with that fear, like step into the fear and let it take you like a magic carpet. Where does it go? It can take you to that place of no thought and highly effective response to every situation. It's quite a, a good exercise to do, not necessarily very easy, but it's um, certainly profound. The Toltec Mexican shamanism that you, you will read about a lot if you read um, Carlos Castaneda, and, and the modern proponent is Don Miguel Ruiz, which has got a lot... It's really worth reading if you're coming from a reasonably atheist perspective. It has a, a very simple, let's experience the world and in our experiences find the truth to myself. Like truth is seen as my own experience and, and so it's a kind of very rational basis that it starts from. Um, in this tradition Fear is actually seen as one of the most positive emotions. It's, it's the main emotion that's cultivated. Where in yoga you would be cultivating love as much as possible. In this Toltec tradition you actually cultivate fear. And like we've seen, it creates this, this focus of attention. And um, they see this, this deeply, highly focused attention... Is, is the quality that they're really looking for. Um, and it is a, a good thing. It has a lot of... allows a lot of uh, freedom. Freedom to respond to the situations that are in you, in front of you, to, to respond to the world, to, to do really good things. So, um, the second thing that you could perhaps look into, apart from just following the fear, is... Um, learning some of these techniques from the Toltec tradition. Um, so now I'm going to look again at the different kinds of fear. Fear is not just one thing. There's a series of different flavors of fear that people experience. Um, and in, in yoga we talk about the chakras, and most of you should be familiar with chakras, but um, maybe fewer of you know that every chakra has a series of petals. It's like a flower, like a daisy, that has a, a series of petals around it. And so the central point of the chakra is the main, main energy of that chakra and is responsible for creating the, the general, general overall feeling that that, that chakra is responsible for. Um, but every petal is a different kind of uh, emotional state that we can go into that can be more or less positive and more or less refined. And so some of the, the petals are to do with desires and some of them are to do with fears and some of them to, are to do with a sense of 
disempowerment and anger, and some of them are to do with um, the the desire for connection and and uh, love and care and worry about other, others and the need to express yourself. In different chakras, you get different kinds of petals, different kinds of they're called vrittis. They're um, described as mental propensities, the mind's tendency in a particular direction. So each one of these vrittis, each one of these petals is responsible for a particular state of mind, state of consciousness. Not a terribly elevated state of consciousness, but a, a very much a, um, a state that we can go into that might often be seen as in out of balance. So we can, some people would try to avoid going into these states of consciousness that are a bit out of balance. I prefer to take that consciousness and rebalance it. And, um, and so then you can use that state of consciousness in a more balanced way. But whatever you do, there, there is, it is useful to kind of look at these petals and see if you can understand where it is that you are imbalanced. Um, so there's a one particular petal that's responsible for particular kind of fear, which is this fear and despair and sense that there's that there's no hope left, that there's no nothing left of you but in the end death. And and it's very um very, very disempowering and very, very bleak outlook on on life. There are other petals. There's a petal that's responsible. Like I said before, there's one that's to do with terror, like when you're actually in danger in this moment. And there's some for phobias when you're scared of particular things. There's a different one if you're anxious all the time and you're not really sure what it's about, but you're just kind of... There's this anxiety constant. And there's also another one that would be like worry about other people so you're scared about others rather than about yourself so the the technique that i the basic technique that i talked about if you can actually feel that feeling that emotion and go into it and allow it to take you all the way then it does work whatever whatever emotion whatever whatever vritti you are dealing with also, it is possible to prescribe different things that can help. So if we can analyze exactly what vritti, what propensity it is that is causing the problem, then there are particular yoga postures that can balance that. There are flower essences that can be used to balance that. Um, I, I make my own essences that are made through a meditation process, not using flowers, but simply the meditation. And, and we can create... A, a medicine that is like a, it contains vibes that are designed to balance that particular frequency, that particular energy that you have in that particular petal. Um, what else can we do? Theta healing has some interesting, interesting methods. I'm not a theta healer myself. Um, it works in a very 
very uh, belief-based way, looking at what it is that you believe that's living, leading to this, this emotional state. So if you can understand what's going in your mind and what, what hang-ups you have that are leading, that are creating this kind of sense of, of fear, then we can take them away and replace them with something more healthy. Um, theta healing could, can, be work, can work very well with emotional issues like this. I do a kind of um, uh, other kinds of healing that are not based on understanding so in so much detail exactly what's going on, but based on kind of bringing the whole energy into balance. And so by bringing everything into balance, the things that are out, out of balance can naturally fall back into balance. So it's a different approach and doesn't kind of deal so directly with the issue. Um, fear. Anything else that we have to say about fear? Well, t now, now is the time of this uh, COVID-19 plague. And, and a lot of the discussion about fear is coming up now because of because of what's going on with that. And perhaps it's worth looking at that and how this can be done, how we can look at this in a, in a more positive way. There are a series of plagues. This is not the first one. There's a series of things going on that are, are affecting our way of life and probably related to the environmental destruction that we're doing. And so I have every hope that in the end, we will learn the lesson or be forced to change in some way and to become more in harmony with, with the environment. And I have that hope that, that we can find ourselves more fully and find that kind of unity and connection through the pressure of, this, of these things that are going wrong. And I would think that whether you believe that that it's possible to make a difference and whether you believe that there is a good in this or not, it's still a great time for meditation and a great time for coming into connection with those things that give us peace and, and give us joy. And so perhaps this fear and this desolation that some people are experiencing can actually lead us to find something better, to find something in ourselves that gives us more happiness and maybe even a better way of responding to the world that allows us to create a world where these kind of things don't need to happen. Bye for now. See you soon.